Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Raising Consciousness. I am your host, KT, and I would like to name something up front. Um, This episode is a lot more vulnerable than all of my previous episodes. Um, I am discussing my own experience with the topic of love, and even as I am saying this, I have this nervous excitement energy Um, the butterflies in my stomach, and like an electric-y feeling running through my body. Um, I'm very excited to share this intimate episode with each one of you, my listeners. I appreciate each one of you. Um, And without further ado, today's episode is called Locked Out of Love. So I picture myself as a child with a giant key ring, like one of those ones that janitors carry that have so many keys. And each of these keys represents a slightly different version of myself that I had created that I would utilize to unlock love. So those of you who know me, and if you don't, (laughs) um, know that I had a variety of caregivers. I lived with a lot of different people growing up And I started noticing that every adult had a different idea of what it meant to be a good child. So I started approaching all situations very cautiously, very quietly, carefully plotting what I would say and do to earn approval and love. So behind door number one, maybe we had a caregiver who wanted me to be funny and outgoing. I could only exhibit good emotions around this person. So I was upbeat and positive. There's... Key number one. Behind door number two, um, I had people who wanted me to be smart and to be quiet and to be a good student. Those were their values. And so I would carefully craft the perfect key to unlock the love I was so desperately craving in childhood. I was taught that to get love, I had to earn it. And I was told that this is what God wanted. It's what my various caretakers wanted. And something always fell off about this. And I didn't understand why at the time. When I acted a certain way, you know, as children do, I would get locked out of love. The love that the world teaches us is conditional love. And I have countless examples where adults would yell at me. They would shift their energy um, or completely isolate me and this was not because the adults were bad or evil but because these adults had been trained this way they had also been locked out of love and these adults believe that when I misstepped or did bad things I needed to be controlled or fixed or punished and eventually The keys became too many because another caregiver, another crafted key, it was exhausting. I had a lot of adults in my life who would enforce different values and they taught me through rewarding me, right? So adults who valued education would reward me for being a good student. So, you know, put on good student hat, KT. Um, some adults liked to laugh. They valued humor. Um, so 
I would be, you know, like funny KT, fun KT. And I was able to adapt because we are so brilliant as children and we find such creative ways to survive. I remember being about nine years old and sitting on my bed with my Bible and I started panicking because I was told that I was going to hell. And I was going to hell because I had gotten caught passing notes with this boy that I had a crush on, Timothy. Um, And I was fed this constant narrative that God would only love me if I followed certain rules and expectations, if I wore certain clothes, if I listened to certain music. And I was taught that the adults in my life were there to punish me if I stepped out of line. And this is what I thought love was. I knew on a deeper level that it wasn't because I had this dull, empty ache for something more. So throughout all of my various caregivers, the message remained the same. Like, KT, you must perform to earn love. And eventually around middle school, I gave up trying to impress adults. And I was like, well, this is too much. And I started to try to impress people my own age, which is developmentally appropriate, but absolutely messy. Um, I don't know if you've ever met a middle schooler, but it is clearly the case of the helpless being led by the clueless. It was just an absolute disaster. Um, And... Then I brought these patterns into adulthood. I thought that I had to perform and manipulate for love because this is what I had always done. I thought that I had to please my partners or my friends. I had to anticipate their needs and somehow perform the way they wanted me to so that they would love me. So I would finally then be lovable. And it's really difficult to believe that we are an inherently lovable that we are just worthy of love simply because we exist when we live in a society that continuously locks us out of love based on external factors and behaviors so after a lot of therapy after a lot of reading universal grace i figured out that the key to love has been with me this entire time the master key is authenticity in source love, or God love, or universal connection, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was searching high and wide. I looked at places, jobs, people, but the whole time it was me. It was my own love that I was hungry for. And so I wrote this poem. I usually do not share my poetry, so like I said, this is a very vulnerable episode but I would like to share my poem with all of you. I've looked everywhere, in bars and churches. I've traveled to different countries in search of the answers to alleviate the discomfort that's been caused by the suffocation of the part of me I need most. I have a body, but I feel like a ghost. I felt like I was floating through life. Every door in book, every place I have looked, has been a mirror. 
That's not an answer, I scream. How could it possibly be me? I look down and realized my hand holds the only key. (sighs) Well, that is it. That is all I have for today's episode. I hope that something I said, I trust that something I said, um, resonated with you. Thank you for sharing this experience with me. I am rooting for you. Love and light.